right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of How to Do Drugs. I am your host, Aliyah Janine, and today I have uh, two people on. I have Dan and Jay from the very first ever, right, 420 uh, Expo. It's going to be basically a weed convention, a convention about marijuana. A celebration <laughs> of cannabis. <laughs> very excited to go. And this is technically like the first one ever. This is the the, yeah. the premiere of the 420 Expo. Um, That's so exciting. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot of years since we kind of came up with a brand new event and, mm-hmm. and are rolling it all out. So we're super excited. And and as I can speak for Dan and myself, and like I've said before, we have trained our entire adult lives for this moment. <laughs> so um, we're ready. We're ready. Yeah, I think um, I think a to, lot. He's of making me sound debaucherous. <laughs> I'm I'm the debaucherous one. Dan Dan makes sure that I don't go too far over the line. So uh, Dan, maybe you need to like have your finger on the dump button with this interview because uh, shit's about to get crazy. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Hopefully, yeah. no one gets arrested. Uh, <laughs> um, so New Jersey, because uh, I live in New York now, and I know that New Jersey they have um, they have recreational. Uh, they they got recreational before New York did, because, of course, they did. Like here in the city, we're allowed to smoke it and we're allowed to buy it, but we're not allowed to sell it yet, which I really love that for us. That's perfect. It makes so much Jersey, sense. So Jersey's like crazy. It's, you know, it's like, well, first off, they like the term that they like to use is adult use. OK, not recreational, because, you know. I don't understand because it can't be fun. Yeah, yeah, no, it's <laughs> it not fun. fun. <laughs> and you know, just like we couldn't come out with it on actually 420, it had to be 421. Yeah, um, <laughs> they were afraid I mean, of all yeah. the overdoses of marijuana. You yeah, know, that, that so was, many. You know, yeah, it, it is a gateway drug according to some. So, <laughs> but you know, it's it was you know, it's like you know, Jersey. I mean, so all right, so let me get this straight. You know, I can you know. I've been a medical card holder. I've been, I live in Jersey. I've been a medical card holder for shit, like, you know, three, four years, five mm-hmm. years, maybe. I don't even know anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it was cool because, you know, I can go get it or whatever. But, you know, so I'm limited as a medical card holder. I can go in and I can buy up to three ounces per month. Okay. But the law says you can have up to six ounces on your person. And if I go into, uh, you know, a, a dispensary that also has, so for medical, by the way, I have to declare my dispensary. Mm-hmm. So I have to go on the New Jersey medical marijuana, you know, site, say which dispensary I'm going. I to declare to. I use yes. cannabis. <laughs> so I'm going to rise in Paramus, let's say, and I go into rise in Paramus and I have, they have looked me up and I'm there. But now if I want to go right down the street, you know, they'll tell me, okay, well, you still have two ounces left of your three ounce limit for the month. I'm like, all right, load me up. And mm-hmm. You know, but I'm going to the 420 Expo this weekend. I want to get a lot of shit. So, but now I have to go down the road so I can go down the road and, you know, go down Route 4 and Route 17 a little bit, go into Apothecarium and go to their little snazzy drive through they just opened for adult use. Nice. And I can buy, you know, another ounce there. Mm-hmm. And then I can go down, you know, make a U-turn and go on 17 North on the other side and go to Ascend and buy another ounce I think we get the point. But it's just like weird how they can do it. But, you know, you can't grow in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, and you know, you don't need the card. I mean, you know, it's it's just, everybody's like, got the laws their everywhere, all over the place. Yeah. You know, you know what would make it a lot easier? Hmm. Federal legalization. Wow! What Ooh, a can you imagine? Concept. Yeah, what a concept. <laughs> like, except for the fact that half of this country like d- doesn't even really belong in the country they're like just kind of like you know we should just like lop off that side and just send, send them out to the ocean <laughs> so that's um because i know in new york like uh because i i lived in california and i had my medical card there which was amazing and then when i moved uh to new york i would just have my weed shipped illegally from california to my apartment in new york and i didn't realize when i first started doing that that my neighbor was actually at the time he was the police commissioner ray (laughs) kelly he lived right around the corner the hall from me he loved my dogs um which was very nice Uh, but i was very nervous so i went and i finally got my medical card i never used it though I never I don't think I even gotten it in the mail, to be honest. I know I'm like signed up for it. But yeah, I never actually received I never received my medical card. So like if you sign up in Jersey, if you have your medical card, um, do you have to tell them like each place that you're going, like the places you pick up your weed or they just have you in the system be like, OK, so yeah. he bought weed from here. 
and like here, but you can have six ounces, but you're only allowed to buy three ounces. So when you go to the convention center, I guess with, with the medical card, like you're only allowed to have like the six ounces or like if you're just an adult user. Nobody like, fucking knows. Who built Stonehenge? Like, yeah, no, it's crop circles. And, and do honestly, aliens really exist? So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those they things. Do. They I, do. I'm, I'm, I'm at, we're based out of Philadelphia, or I'm based out of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and and uh, it's still, it's decriminalized here. So yeah, at this point, it's less than a parking ticket, you know. And yeah. by the way, really, what it ends up being is nobody gives a fuck. Like it, no, yeah. you know, cops don't care. People don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's just one of those things where you know, at this point, it's not worth the paperwork. It's not worth the hassle. You can yeah. write me a twenty five dollar ticket. I'm not fucking paying it. Nobody yeah. is. No, yeah. you know, like literally, I think they said less than like twelve percent of the tickets written were actually ever paid. You know, <laughs> it, what yeah. are you gonna do? Like, you know, so at this point, you know, it, it's it's much like the rest of this country. It's held by the, you know, the very vocal minority that holds on to Mm -hmm. this shit. And, you know, Mm -hmm. overwhelmingly, you know, the U.S. population has said that, you know, legalizing marijuana is the right move. And Mm yet here we are, you know, and and so (laughs) I think that the common person doesn't give a fuck anymore. I think honestly yeah. the common cop doesn't give a fuck anymore. Like it's they just- really don't. I think that, I mean, still, I think alcohol, obviously, and I like to Dude. drink. I'm from Wisconsin. It's way more dangerous. Dude, I, 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 I liked, I've, it's funny. I have a couple of young, younger kids and mm-hmm. honestly, I'm way more terrified of them sneaking out a bottle of Jack Daniels than sneaking out a joint, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, I let all of my bad life decisions came off of alcohol. Like I never yeah. smoked a joint and was like, yo, I'm going to rip you that never, shit down. You know, right? like, it just you, never, you never hear about somebody. I got so angry and fucking pissed off that I went into a fucking crazy rage and got into a bar fight, you know, because I was high. Because I was super stoned. Yeah. No, what you're going to do is that yeah, you're going to get a bunch wanna, of junk yeah, food. <laughs> exactly. And like, and maybe have a pity party for yourself, yeah. if anything, but you're not going to go out. thousand percent. Go no, out so and Jersey, yeah, with Jersey, with the medical laws, like I said, is like you know, you declare your dispensary, you know, mm-hmm. where you're going to go, and they they limit you up to three ounces or whatever at a time that you could buy or in a month. Mm-hmm. But you know, you could literally go to every like recreational adult use you know dispensary in the state mm-hmm. and just buy an ounce from every one of them. They don't really track it. Like when we went out, so we do. You know, we also do um, the show. It's like buying time. cough medicine to make crystal meth. <laughs> Got yeah. it. Um, <laughs> Or so he hears, uh, but no, it's, you know, so we do exotica also. And that's one of the, you know, we're train show producers, you know, we're not mm-hmm. druggies. We're not pornographers. Um, no, we're a little yeah. of those too. A little. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely not the NJ biz uh, interview, but no, um, no, that's, that's why I was so excited for it. I'm like, dude, I've been, we've right. been doing these interviews where we're like, let me tell you about the history of the fur, fur, fur. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, Let's I talk already about know drugs. the history of exotica. I, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd much yeah. rather talk about so, drugs. Yeah. So we did. So, you know, years ago, I can't remember what year it was, but you know, you know, Jay's are like, oh, we should do a show in Denver, man. It'll be like this big party, you know, because Denver was one of the only recreational states mm-hmm. at that point. And, you know, and all these people fly in and we're going to take over this hotel that's connected to the event center. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we'll have like a big party and we'll have all these dispensaries buying booze and every LB be high as fuck at this thing. Mm-hmm. And we get out there and it's like, okay, yeah, we meet with a dispensary. Yeah, no, we can't, we can't come in and sell weed at the thing. Like, you know, same thing with 420. You can't sell weed at the actual convention. There's no THC sales there. Um, but you know, then it gets into the point where like, you can't even like the, the hotel starts telling us when we're having our meeting with them. Yeah. People can't even smoke here in their rooms or even outside. I'm like, what? That's you know, and then you can't advertise, you know, the dispensaries are telling us you can't advertise on like billboards or radio because mm-hmm. you have to prove that like 85% of your market is, you know, over the age of 21. So, you know, but Jersey's like a totally, totally different state. So like you're allowed Jersey. are you are people allowed sorry didn't mean to cut you off so, are people allowed yeah. to smoke in there and stuff and yeah. Yeah, well, no, no, well, no you can't smoke indoors so like mm-hmm. jersey the same thing is is like anywhere you can smoke cigarettes which mm-hmm. more people smoke cannabis by the way for the first time than they smoke cigarettes nice. um the study just came out but um you know you could wherever you could smoke cigarettes you could smoke weed you could smoke cannabis so and you know it's 
with the with this show, you know, where you know we sat down with you know the powers at the in the in the town of Edison. Mm-hmm. Not just the powers, the police and the fire <laughs> and the health department. Oh, and the, oh wow! Everybody else. Yeah, them. no, it's yeah. So we're in this conference room, and so okay, well, so like legally, you're allowed to carry up to six ounces. We don't recommend anybody bring six ounces of weed to the event. Um, Jay, you can mute Jay now. <laughs> Dump button. But I mean, you know, but you could go outside, and we have a whole smoking area. Mm-hmm. You can't smoke in the building. You can't vape in the building because that's illegal. You can't smoke or vape. That makes sense. Know. Yeah. Yeah, you could bring 18 ounces in over the course of three days. Think about oh, that. Wow. <laughs> so like the vendors and stuff like that could bring the, because well, you, but, I mean, yeah. you know, you, you, Aline, you know. I got a, I got a, I got a VIP ticket for you. If you could just get rid of him for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I could take but, him down I mean, to New York. Right? Yeah, there you go. Um, but you know, so, you know, we have that, you know, so at the show itself, I mean, you know, so we have this outdoor smoking section mm-hmm. and yeah, you, know, you can smoke cigarettes out there. You can smoke weed out there. Nice. Um, yeah, we'll have music out there. We got like close to like 10 food trucks because, you know, one is called your sister's food. balls. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah they sell rice balls. Yeah. Um, so and, you know, and inside, you know, we have like vendors and, you know, we'll have the guys. Yeah, we have some dispensaries there, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know basically, Hey, come buy your weed from us. You know, when you get out of here kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, we have guys, you know, selling, you know, pipes and paper, you know, we have rolling paper companies and, mm-hmm. you know, we have uh glass blowing there. So, you know, we have actually Jerome Baker. Um, okay. You know, the, the godfather of glass blowing from mm-hmm. what I hear. The glass floor of the very first bong that I bought <laughs> when I went away to college. I 1996, I go away to school. I have, you know, I'm like poor college kid, whatever. Mm-hmm. I scrounged up the money to buy a two foot hand blown glass bong and bought this like Jerome Baker, beautiful fucking piece. I, I lived with that thing strapped around my shoulder for like a year and a half until it died and went to heaven. But like, <laughs> now fast forward however many years it's been to like being on the phone with jason from jerome baker i i totally fanboyed it was like a, a d- little Dan, bit yeah. Dan by the way he's not, he's not good at mask it's 26 is 26 years. yeah no i just didn't really want to stress like no, how long ago no. that was um <laughs> but yeah like you know all of a sudden you start you know dealing with some of these folks that like you've known or heard about or bought products mm-hmm. from over the course of the years and it's you know, it's not the like major celebrity that I fanboy over. It's the one that like lived on my shoulder for a year and a right. half through college. So, like and by the way, he's, he's blowing us a glass piece for the office. So oh, I'm that's awesome. even that much more excited. I know you guys have a office. Tommy Chong at the office, the office. I yeah, know you guys have Tommy yeah. Chong there. I'm very excited. I had him on the show um, a couple of months ago. He's amazing. I'm excited. Dude, I am so, I'm so excited for that. And mm-hmm. like Jay and I were talking and it's like, you know, cause you know, obviously you know we're booking the show you know, mm-hmm. you know who's the you know who's on the mount rushmore of weed and it's like you know chish and chong willie mm-hmm. nelson snoop um you know we got tommy um mm-hmm. he was actually the first one we really went over because a we knew we couldn't afford snoop willie's yeah. too old <laughs> weed anymore. next year dan <laughs> and, ne- next, no, year. next year but um yeah so when we talked to tommy you know and like you know absolutely and i'm like talking to jay it's like well you know we're, we're kind of paying him a fuck load of money <laughs> and but it's kind of cool though you know like you know yeah. it's like when you when you're on instagram and says you know do you accept this request a follower or a message from cheech and chong like absolutely right yeah. but then, then we jay and i start talking it's like jay you know what the one thing with this thing is and this is before the tickets really you know the tickets had just gone on sale kind of and before we announced tommy Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and obviously that was a big boost of ticket sales. I'm going to Jay. It's like you know, like dude, fucking, I don't care if this thing's fucking. We lose a shit ton of money. We're getting high with fucking Tommy. Tommy yeah, Tom, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and and Rob Van Dam, you know, and all these, you know, and and then the whole fucking cool thing with this thing was, and I'm cursing a lot because I haven't been able to curse on an interview in a while. Oh, um, let it out, baby, let it out. Fuck shit, cockballs. <laughs> but um. Yeah, you know, so we're talking, and it's like, well, if we want, if I want to get high with Tommy Chong, and you want to get high with Tommy Chong, how many other people want to get high with Tommy Chong? Hey, you know, uh, Tommy, <laughs> would you be open to having like a, uh, a like a stoner sesh, you know, smoking sesh with like some lucky fans, or whatever? He's there. Love that. Well, yeah, of course. So we're, we have, and and you know, call up Rob. I'm like, you know, RVD, because you know, I can call him RVD. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, he fan part. he fanboy over uh, over RVD over as Rob. much as I did over Jerome Baker. <laughs> I just want to throw I, I want to throw that so, out. There. Totally, totally not. He's he's You're a cool totally guy. True. Yeah, totally not. And, we're we're bros. And um, you know, like you know, Rob, would you be open to getting like high with like some fans or whatever? He's like, mm-hmm. yeah. So we have like these VIP bucket list like smoking sessions that just went on sale. So go to four twenty dot com. 420expo.com slash tickets mm-hmm. to buy them. Um, but for like a, an intimate group, like limited. And when we say limited, Six. I mean, you know, we're talking like right around like a handful, you know, or so. People, yeah, like a good smoke you know, that, set. You don't want more than yeah, like where They're going to go out. Eight. They're going to get in a circle. They're going to, you know, they're going to light up with these guys, you know, either guy, whoever they mm-hmm. you know, go with, take a little picture, you know, mm-hmm. to, you know, mem- you know, mem- to uh, commemorate the event in memory. Yeah, because they'll be too high to remember. High with yeah, yeah, exactly. Where people won't, like I got high once. I used to work in the music industry. I got mm-hmm. high once in the lounge of a recording studio with, and here was mm-hmm. my smoking circle. Mm-hmm. Well, the band I was working with was his band, uh, Law and Order at the time. They were like a you know New York rock act in the 90s, late 90s. Oh, yeah. um, and I'm getting like high. So I'm there with like one of the guys from the band and Mick Fleetwood, Tone Loke, and Eddie Money. Shut up. <laughs> Eddie Money was just wearing socks. Eddie Money, you know, God rest his soul, he's dead. You know, R.I.P. Eddie. R.I.P. Yeah, and it's just like, like this is fucking cool, you know. And yeah. but I didn't take pictures of it. You didn't have like, you know, like really cell phones. Well, you know, not real cell phones back then. They were just yeah, big yeah, yeah. And I'm like sitting there, like you know, nobody's. Gonna God, you can make so many age ever. jokes. And then yeah, yeah, Jay's just happy birthday, Jay, who just turned 44. Um, oh, I turned 44 in November. Damn, there you go. See, young, younger, middle age. <laughs> no, middle, middle age. No, it's younger. You're in your still, mid 40s now. Still, still we have age. another year for anyway, that. Settle that out. <laughs> no, we have another oh, six, six years. 50 is the dividing line. 50 oh, to is 60 okay. is <laughs> upper <laughs> middle age, like my friend Dan over here. Um, I'm yeah. proud of it. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so before I was so rudely interrupted, you know, there was no phones to really take pictures of. And and fast forward, by the way, when we were doing Exotica Portland. Okay. Um, you know, years later, whatever, we had Tone Loke there. You know, we booked him to perform at the event. And I'm like, dude, you may or may not remember this, but we were in Cherokee Studios in West Hollywood and I got high with you and he's there and Mick Fleetwood and fucking Eddie Money. <laughs> <laughs> And he's and, he, and I'm like absolutely. So you do remember? He's there. Yeah, I said I had a little bit more hair there. I didn't meet Jay yet, and I know <laughs> that's always um, been my he, thing. Is um, like all out of all the things I've done, I've always loved it when I was able to smoke weed with like certain people. Like I used to go to a lot of concerts, so like different bands. You know, um, there was one time um at at the strip club I used to work at in Wisconsin called Silk Exotic. And um, they had Tommy Lee there, you know, they would for their anniversary parties, they always had like some big name celebrity. And I remember Tommy Lee was there uh, one year and I was I was actually moving to Florida. So this is I'm still in Wisconsin, but I had because it's Tommy Lee. So I went and I picked up all of the drugs. I picked up, so I, I got some coat, you know, I got I'm some just gonna cover. I'm going to cover the bases. I'm going to cover all the bases. I'm yep. like, cause I want to party with Tommy Lee out of all the rock stars up all like the celebrities that I have partied with. I'm like, I want to fucking party with Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee's there and we're hanging out down in like the dressing room or whatever, the feature dressing room. He didn't want, like, he sounded like he was going to, he was drinking. I think he was like trying to like be sober or something like that. And um, he didn't. In between want... drinks, in between yeah, drinks, yeah, he was trying to be sober. Yeah. And um, we, we were going to go to like the hotel or something like that. But yeah, he, he didn't want anything. And I, I felt like I out partied Tommy Lee a little bit in that situation. You know, that's a good claim to fame. Yeah, and I was like, Tommy Lee didn't even want to party, yo. Um, I was a little disappointed. Tommy Lee's lame. He couldn't <laughs> even keep up with me. <laughs> was, yeah, that's what I said for a little while. Sorry, Tommy. I'm sure you could probably <laughs> beat me. So my my um my my celebrity interaction of smoking mm-hmm. weed was uh I was at a fish show one time mm-hmm. and we're down like on on the floor or whatever, in between in between sets. And, you know, we're fully in whatever far off planet, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're at so light up a joint group of friends, start handing it around. I hand it to my right and it's Fred Savage. 
from Wonder Years. And I'm <laughs> like, what the fuck is go-? like? And I just kind of like had to play it cool because I was like, am I like tripping that hard? You know, like, right, or like right, you right, know, right, what, yeah. what planet am I on? Mm-hmm. And it, every time it came around, I like handed it to him and I just kind of like looked over. And it's funny because when I was a little kid, I looked exactly like Fred Savage from Wonder Years age. And so um, I really I just thought like that Tom Cruise now. I thought it wasn't true or what thought whatever I was doing was like, you, you thought know, you were just real high. That's yeah, sad. I'm like, no, that dude looks like Fred Savage. Then come to find out Fred Savage you know was a fish fan and was there. I consider Jay like my my hetero life mate, my like, you know, BFF kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And in 16, 17 years that we've been buddies, that's mm-hmm. the first time I've ever heard about him smoking high with Fred Savage. Really? <laughs> yeah, you never told that story before. Wow. Let me tell you about the limo. And I thought I heard every fucking story that you yeah, did. Yeah, like most of the stories he tells, I could actually repeat verbatim. I could sit here and as he's talking, like same by the way. It's not. Yeah, this isn't a one-way street. Oh, you guys are hetero. Yeah, no. We, <laughs> yeah, so we are. We totally are. We've been in too many meetings together where we've been pitching people, and it's like, yeah, we got our canned answers and all that. Oh my shit. god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or say like yeah, interviews no, like, for like the 420 Expo, where you're just like, yeah, let me tell you about everything that we got going on. You know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what? Yeah, what do you guys do have going on? there we might as well get that out of the way it's it's a a trade show no i'm just kidding it's um (laughs) so we've been doing exotica right for Mm -hmm. 17 years now um and we've you know watched it kind of grow into this beast that it is now and we've been in over a dozen different cities throughout the country and Mm -hmm. we are on our four we were through 47 events 47 exotica events so uh you know, we've always kept an eye on the cannabis space. I mean, both, you know, professionally and personally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, as as it obviously started to become, you know, more on the forefront of legalization, certainly on the East Coast, you know, we we knew that there was that crossover to it. And, and obviously, you know, live events and, and consumer events like what we do are, you know, they're the, the logistical process is the same. doesn't matter what type of show it is, what type of, you know, uh, what type of topic it's on. And so this is the first time in that 17 years that we've kind of re you know, we've invented this new kind of beast Mm -hmm. and it's, it's great because the, you know, when we, when I first started Exotica back in 2006, I had no fucking idea what I was doing. I mean, it literally was like, it was a shit show. I had my head of security was my high school buddy. And like my parents were running the VIP or were running the box office and like exhibitor check-in. And so, and yet it worked, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it took a while to figure out and get it working. So what's nice now is starting 420, with that process and with the team and with the group that we have and everything that we do. So instead of Mm -hmm. spending half of your time trying to figure out how the fuck you check people in or sell tickets, that shit's, we, we know that, you know, so now we've been able to really stay focused on, you know, what the event is and how we want to create it and what we want to do with it. Mm -hmm. And it really, you know, it's, it is a full blown celebration of cannabis. You know, weed is the star. It is, um, you know, a, a, a three day event, open to the general public Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, September mm-hmm. 16th to the uh, 18th. And very similar to like what you would see at Exotica, where you have a live entertainment stage that runs throughout the three days. You have a seminar series that runs throughout. You have an entire show floor of vendors, both in and out of the, the cannabis space. Mm-hmm. Um, but the with the added addition of this on-site smoking area, you know, mm-hmm. d- wrapped around with food trucks. Um, you know, it, it's it's really for anybody who is from, you know, one side of it being like kind of cannabis curious to mm-hmm. the other side of being super entrenched in the cannabis space. You know, it's it really just gives everybody the opportunity to come out into a public space of like-minded people, mm-hmm. sound like Exotica, and, <laughs> you know, and be able to celebrate, you know, what you're interested in. And so mm-hmm. that's, the you cool, know, that's yeah. really the foundation. The cool thing with it, Leah, was that like, mm-hmm. yeah, when we were, when we were putting together, you know, what's, you know, the bones of the show were like pretty much basically the same, you know, as any consumer based, you know, trade show, you know, you're going to have your exhibitors, you're going to have your seminar, you know, education programming, whatever the hell you want to call it mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff. But yeah, we have like, all right. So, but we have like a VIP lounge or whatever. And in the VIP lounge is 
you know, there's, you know, music, like a little stage in there. So we have like, you know, some acoustic and, you know, some duos and trios. And mm-hmm. I think we have a fucking magician in there. We have a comedian <laughs> in there. Uh, we have a tap dancer on our main stage. And, you know, we have we got like, aerial artists <laughs> and vaudeville. And, you know, and we have live interviewing Q&As with RVD and Tommy up on the stage. And, mm-hmm. you know, game shows, a rolling contest. Um so, but oh, then I like we started the idea of a rolling contest. That's actually yeah. I can't roll for really? our championship. We, I, I ordered a dope championship belt for it. I hope oh, it gets here on time. That's hilarious. I love it. I would but, never win that. I'm the worst joint roller ever. But um, you know, but like we started thinking, like, okay, we started talking. It's like, and the cool thing with it is like, look, we don't take ourselves way too serious at all. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, like Jay said, we did another interview. Uh and Jay said, we're like mullets. We're, you know, business in the front, party in the back kind of thing. No, I really, I, that, I, I'd never said that before. And I, as soon as I said it, I was like. But we, like, we, we've <laughs> had like, you know, we've had calls, like when we've done Exotica, you know, and, you know, and it's kind of funny because we were probably high when we did it was, you know, we said, what could we do? You know, like Exotica, like, dude, why don't we get a mechanical bull? Why don't we have a mechanical penis? Well, can somebody make such a thing? So we actually got on the phone and recorded the call, which Jay still has somewhere, of us talking to this guy that made mechanical bulls. And we saw he also made like dolphins. You you find him online. And you see yeah. the dolphin, and, like, and you're. The, but the hard part was the conversation, like because you know, yeah, it's hard at all. But like, how do you I, bring up a well, penis? Yeah, <laughs> no, so here's I, I eased into it. I'm like, all right, so let me guess here. So I mean, that's made, the way you, know, you do it normally is eased in. Yeah, yeah, we exactly. ease it in. You know, and you don't just go in hard so and dry. Say, you know, so you make like mechanical bulls, so you can make anything. I saw you on there. You got a dolphin. He's like, yeah, I can do that. And I said, you know, what else have you made? He's like, oh, I made like a dragon, or I made this or that. I said, so you can make anything of it, yeah. So, like, if I wanted to have, like, you know, uh, a greyhound, you can make a greyhound, yeah. What about a penis? Like <laughs> and not just any penis. penis. We need this thing. Like, we want a head on this thing. No, that's what like, Jay's there, like, well, can you make it, like, veiny and, like, and, you know, and circumcised and all this? Because once no, you get-, get this thing, by the way, and it was way too lifelike looking and disgusting <laughs> that we actually had a painted bright pink. <laughs> so it didn't look so real. Let, let me tell you, <laughs> trying to find union guys to set this thing up, not an easy process. Oh, like, because because every one of them is afraid, they're terrified of like well, no, somebody snapping gay. a photo. That, yeah, like, they'll be and, gay. We, from well, yeah. so what's interesting yeah, we was the we 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 also have with Exotica we have a dildo teeter totter. Right, it's a teeter totter. It's got that. dildos I, built into it. I've been the on the dildo. Uh, okay, and so. <laughs> We, um, this is the perfect example of it. Like when the union guys would unload the trucks or whatever, they put garbage cans over the dildos. So like you couldn't actually see them while they were carrying them out. And I assumed that it was like some type of like homophobia type of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But I, I came to learn that it was solely because of camera phones and these guys. So what happened in our warehouse was we had to have the dildos replaced one time. Right. And so one of the dudes is in the back screwing in this dildo into the like you know into the the teeter-totter and somebody snapped a photo of it which of course there's a sign shop in said decorator in in said warehouse Mm -hmm. so that photo soon became six feet big and hung on the wall you know with this dude most vicious hand job to a dildo on a (laughs) teeter-totter he's ever seen and so yeah, at the end of the day, like I think it's less about the homophobia side of it, although I'm sure there's a little a bit. Little there. bit a but little like, bit, so. but it's more about the you know being caught in a compromising position by your coworkers. Um, yeah. <laughs> before we before we went off on Jay's tangent about you know, we were talking about, about a mechanical penis, so I don't think we we're that yeah, far. Yeah, off but just things. talking about like you know, we don't take ourselves too seriously. We always try and have fun with this. So yeah, with Exotica, with whatever. I mean, we've we've done stupid shit. We've you know spent money on even dumber shit um you know and so we started thinking like all right we get when we get high what do you want to do what did like identify like what are the top five things you want to do you know, everybody's like, well, everybody's like everybody wants to fuck, one of my right? so we can't really do that in public but mm-hmm. you know you want to listen to music you want music to, tv eat, eat fuck yeah eat you know you know buy stupid shit you know, spend money on things. I mean, I've got God knows how many things I bought off Amazon and all that when I was. Oh high. God, yeah, uh, no, I. I just actually, I bought, I bought an Invicta watch the other day because I was high because I'm like flipping through the channels and they have that Invicta watch channel where they're just selling watches like twenty four seven. What? 
Dude, and I bought a giant freaking watch. This thing weighs like a, 10 pounds. Must be a jersey. Man. It's huge, dude. It's huge. That works. <laughs> our guys, a bunch of our guys that work for us wear them too. But anyway, I digress. Um, so like, what do we can do? So like, you know, when we started looking for exhibitors or whatever, right? So you're going to get your obligatory, you know, uh, dispensaries hawking their mm-hmm. stuff or glass blowing or pipes or rolling papers, you mm-hmm. know, CBD, Delta 8, all that stuff, you know, that you can sell. But, you mm-hmm. know, all right, let's get some guys that do some funny t-shirts. You know, I said, dude, I'm watching the news the other night and there was this guy on there and he has this thing, really bad portraits. And he, he sets up in the parks in New York and for like five bucks, he'll draw like the worst portrait of you Which, ever. Yeah. I mean, it's so <laughs> bad. It's and there's good. pictures of people yeah. with this thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I take a picture of, you know, this, I pause the screen and I like the DVR and I take a picture mm-hmm. of the screen on the news and I'm like, I'm going to hit up this guy for the 420 expo. Now, granted, I was high when I did it, and I didn't realize until I'm going through my pictures like a month and a half later that, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, shit, I never hit up this guy. Whatever, mm-hmm. and I hit up this guy, and I'm like, let me guess. You smoke weed, don't you? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I said, have I got the show for you? I'm like, so we got this guy coming, and he's doing really bad portraits. And <laughs> we have, like, axe throwing. Like, you know, like, they're setting up, like, axe throwing in the place. That's and cool. then I'm, like, talking to a, you know, a guy that we know he's done some stuff with us, and he has, like, all these cool movie cars. Like, okay. if you ever saw the movie Arthur or whatever, when at the end of it, the not the Dudley Moore one, uh, the one with... Um, I've seen both of them. Yeah, Russell. Yeah, and all the cars. He has all the cars for the movies. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. he's got, like, the mystery machine. And he's got the Flintstones mobile. So, you know, like how cool would it be to fucking take a picture with a you know, giant Scooby-Doo or something in front of the mystery machine? Look at that. There you go. Perfect, <laughs> perfect timing. I used so to we got to create, we got to create, speaking of you can't roll, we got this guy, he does creative role in this guy, Brian. And I came across his shit, you know, and. Or they like combined and make like fucking shit. And, Dude, it's, know, it's, like, it's the if I can like, show you the I picture, I don't have it. He made an actual like functional joint. It won like best uh, best in show or something at mm-hmm. the raw creative rolling contest. He mm-hmm. made a giant like you know it's probably like yo big m- smokable mystery machine that oh he uses God. Juicy J's papers and cuts out the colors of the thing. So it's not mm-hmm. nothing's painted. It's like it took him like two hundred hours to make yeah. this thing. This thing and it's like filled with like that. probably. It's filled probably with like, yeah. I don't have the weed budget for CBD in it, but like, yeah, it's filled with like, you know, like eight ounces of CBD or something. So he's going to make, he's going to be there, you know, selling like some of these things. He's got like angry birds. You smoke that shit. He's making a 420 kids growing pains. Like, like, (laughs) the next four generations of your family will have no, no body pains at all. So we got him there and, you know, yeah, we there like there's like so much like yeah, you know, like cool like little vendors and stuff like just selling like mm-hmm. that you know you're gonna walk around and you know and people watch and check out stuff and big on the people like, watching like, you know, extreme people watching that's what there I like is, to call exotica it. Exotica was always like a big people watching thing for me. Like like for oh, me, yeah. I didn't really like participate even at AVN like the signing stuff. I never really wanted to meet a lot of my fans because. <laughs> you guys get it um (laughs) been there a lot so i remember at exotica the first fan that came up to me he had a very jeffrey dahmer-esque like look to him he had like those serial killer glasses he had a pocket protector like 1985 like yeah yeah like the standard serial killer glasses like i've had these glasses for the last 17 years yeah that he wore and he handed me this 15 page script of how he wanted me to be hypnotized raped and then murdered and i was like oh i shouldn't meet my fans ever never ever meet my fans so i think that was like the wrong profession i I don't know yeah no i definitely was in the wrong it made me it made me second guess my entire life (laughs) i was like that's interesting what about um edibles do you guys have like people like edible like little stands or is that even legal so, like I know no, no so there be, there's no thc sales where we can counter that with no the six ounces gifted. of cannabis that you walk in with I but, got it. Yeah, okay. but there's there's you know you think about it it kind of makes sense it's like yeah. you know with exotica we can't sell a booth to a liquor store and have them pop up and start selling bottles of gray goose off the show floor you know what i mean so it's, it's kind of like i mean not that half of the people don't try and smuggle it. Oh, in I would, anyways. no, I was yeah. definitely wasted a couple of hours. Yeah, I think mostly. I I honestly go home with more 
booze that gets confiscated from those shows, then like, you know, we know what to do with. So <laughs> it's, uh, I'm still drinking Grey Goose, I think from like an Exotica after party circa 2015. That's hilarious. Yeah, because my um, one of my buddies, she's uh, baked by Lori. She makes some really, really good like edibles, like gluten free. I may uh, bring her to walk around just so she should. can see it and it, stuff. She's great. Yeah, it's it's you know it's awesome how um, again like talking about how we've trained for this our whole lives. Like mm-hmm. you think about it, you know when we were kids, it was like okay, a you got pulled over with a roach in your glove box or in your ashtray, and your parents were picking you up at jail. You know, mm-hmm. like it, which is crazy. But the thing that I really love about it and and goes back to like when we first did our Denver show, you know, also back then was like you waited for your weed guy who was an hour to three hours late every single time (laughs) he walked in the front door, he thought of a name of whatever the fucking weed was that he had in his pocket like off the top yeah. he's like you know it's california skunk icky sticky i've never even nugget, heard of whatever. like weed having names before. yeah and you're like oh, okay dude <laughs> yeah, i didn't you know, i didn't know the difference between, i didn't shatee you want no you just you took what your weed guy gave you yeah whatever you got you got give me a dime bag here's here's a 10 spot the first time we walked into a dispensary in denver you know you walk up and you have the bar the bud tender there and like they have jars and flour and everything and their first question is like so why do you what like what do you want to get out of cannabis Mm -hmm. and i'm like nobody's ever asked me that question you know what i mean like what what do you mean what i want to get high he's like yeah but are you a get up and go morning kind of, you know, daily day smoker? Are you mm-hmm. a, you know, end of the day, go to sleep, you know, put you in the couch type of deal. You know, I like to refer to it as breakfast weed and dinner weed. And yeah. like, it, it <laughs> you know, I never had somebody actually pose that question. And then you can, you know, drill down even further if you want to. It's like, okay, cool. Like you're a sativa kind of guy, like what your body high head high this that you know thc count you know and Mm -hmm. it's it 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 baffles me that people don't realize how much better off we are with the with a an educated consumer buying this shit than it does for you buying it off of like your random you know street corner dude you know Mm -hmm. i mean like at the end of the day the cannabis industry is a fucking multi-billion dollar year industry whether it's legal or not you know, yeah. that shit is there. It's never you know? going to change. Yeah, and, that's never And changed. so why not, you know, I mean, by the way, talk about like the, the 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 similarities that you have to, you know, exotica and sex work and all of that stuff. It's like mm-hmm. some real basic shit, man, <laughs> you know, where like it's like, hey, you know, a, an educated public who can illegally do these things mm-hmm. is so much better off than that. Like, you know, God told yeah. you not to smoke. And, the the education know, of it all, knowing like actually knowing the benefits of it and, and everything like that is, is so much more important. Even now with sex, especially I love with the OnlyFans things. And I love to call girls that have OnlyFans who've never done actual real sex work Dollar Tree whores. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it was it was interesting. I, I went, I was in Amsterdam like a mm-hmm. month ago, and it was my I'd never been there before. And uh you know, forever, you always hear about like, oh, yeah, you can like smoke weed everywhere. And like, there's the red light district. And there's this, you know, yeah. And that was, you know, years ago before recreational really started kicking in in this country. But it was Mm -hmm. interesting going over there. And I had to like Google search, like what coffee shop I could roll into to to get because it's totally nondescript, you know, and there's a difference. Like when it's when it's woven into the fabric of society and it's normalized and legalized Mm -hmm. it doesn't make people do it more it makes people do it less and so yeah because they're like oh i have this it's not that big i mean yeah kids that can you know have a drink at 16 with their parents at dinner aren't the ones that like are shotgunning beers at at, at 12 you know so (laughs) it really is you know it really was interesting to see and it just you know, both, honestly, both with the red light district and with, you know, cannabis in, in general mm-hmm. in, in Amsterdam, it's like you roll in, you, you don't notice anything. Whereas in the United States, it's like, we have neon signs lit up, like buy cannabis here, dudes mm-hmm. smoking blunts that are like the size of their forearm, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, it makes no fucking sense. You know, it's it just capitalism. The, the, yeah, that's <laughs> very, very true. The cool thing is though, is like, you know, here we are, you know, it's 2022 and 
you know, back in like, again, you know, like the, you know, late nineties, I remember going over to Amsterdam with a band and something. And I'm like, this is the fucking greatest thing ever. But now it's like, here it is 2022. And not only, you know, can we go by, you know, down the road kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, not get arrested for that roach or anything, but we can, you know, we're having a fucking convention. Yeah. About this shit's, shit's going to be crazy. And, 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 you know, and, you know, we're going to be joined by 15,000 or more. Cause like tickets are selling like crazy right now of our, you know, of our friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're doing the same thing, like celebrating cannabis. So, I mean, it's, it's such a cool time to be alive now. <laughs> it really right? is. Yeah. Well, you know, well everybody, the everybody bitches with, with COVID and all that shit, you know, but yeah. I mean, you know, and everything in the world going to fucking hell in a handbasket, but we can get high and we yeah, can do it it legally, it it and we can do it legally. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and it's like, and, you know, we have like, you know, and on the serious note, like, you know, we have like, you know, we have like over 20 seminars going on and, you know, we have stuff for like the can of curious, like, you know, again, like, you know, we have mm-hmm. like one, like cannabis 101, newbies and doobies, or, mm-hmm. you know, like, what do you, what do you use paper, you know, pipe, you know, uh, you know, bong, wax you know, vape, and oils, whatever and it is, wax stuff. and yeah, oils and all that stuff. But yeah, again, back then, you know, back then, you know, being as old as, you know, Jay likes to make me out to be, you know, I remember it's just like, you were just happy to get like a little Ziploc bag. Hemp was still 10 legal. Bucks, right. 10 bucks or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were making flags out of it and having people sew them. Um, and clothes. The Betsy Ross house and is like right down the street from me. Exactly. So, yeah. You know, she, know. she made, she made me a Serape or something like that too. But, um, you know, but it's just like you just called just her old Betsy. To, you know, yeah, Betty, Bet, Bet. <laughs> good old Bets. <laughs> It'd be, but I mean, the whole thing is like that's you know, it's cool with the you know, but we also have you know, things on like movies or whatever to watch, you know, and mm-hmm. but we have like you know, like really, really cool stuff like you know, medical marijuana, patient perspectives where you know, people telling their stories how they had cancer or whatever, and rather mm-hmm. than the million opioids that everybody was trying to pump them up with or whatever, you know you know, they, they started using medical marijuana and, you know, we have a, a seminar, I think it's on Sunday of, you know, how cannabis and recovery, how, you know, people say it's a gateway drug, but, you know, these people like, you know, use this and are telling their story of how they got off of meth or how they got off of heroin mm-hmm. or, or just you know, pills like prescribed by their, yeah. dr- by their doctors. Yeah. That's yeah. I, like, I, I had, I had leave. a serious, I had a serious accident, you know, fucking jesus like eight years ago nine years ago and like you know major spinal surgery like six years ago and mm-hmm. you know it was like you know the amount of opioids that the doctors were prescribing i mean i had bottles of the shit like if i wanted to i could have probably you know you know bought my house out with the shit i could have sold the stuff right. for in the street mm-hmm. you know and you know and you know i did i never took them you know i have you know, you know the time they were young kids Wait, you, bad, you, you still know. have do you still have those you still have some i turned i turned them i turned them in but yeah you know, i didn't honestly use them because i didn't want to be like i turned oh, them in for you that shit. yeah I, i'm no, sure you I, but I, you know, I didn't want to be all doped up you know i mean mm-hmm. look you again you never heard of somebody you know I mean, yeah, look, I don't, I don't drink and drive. I don't fucking smoke and drive. You know, I'm mm-hmm. kind of responsible in that way. You know, God bless me. Um, but <laughs> the same that older, I am I because I'm older. See, now you're fucking smart with this shit. Yeah. Fuck you both. <laughs> yes. You know what? Yes. You know, who's closer to my age? Our good friend, Lisa. Oh, good friend, oh Lisa how the tides and it's going to be me and Lisa. It's going to be me and Lisa versus you two fuckers. Okay. And she's not going to be very happy with the, either, the, either. I of mean, guys. we're young and spry. Lower middle yeah, age. You're, you're, you're Lower middle. Right. As Jay was at the as Jay was at the chiropractor the other day, like crying at how much pain. Dude, he I'm had. just staying young, man. I gotta, you know. I gotta, I gotta stretch. As long as I can still touch my toes, I'm good yep. to go. Yeah. But there's like also there's all sorts of fun shit that's gonna be there. But yeah, there's a lot of you know there's a lot of really informative stuff that's gonna be mm-hmm. there. And yeah, like I said, it's gonna be you know, like a really really good time. I mean, cannabis is a star. We're celebrating it. We're gonna have fun doing it. We got like you know. And educational goes, you know, for like for, for the newbies and totally. stuff like that i'm sure certain people i mean i've been smoking for most of my life and they're still you know i'm still learning you know the different types of like th like yeah, the it's, it's and really the just a matter and, you can yeah. keep drilling down on that shit forever you know yeah, I mean, and yeah, like, uh... <laughs> I, the, one of my favorite like developments of all of this i'm originally from northern vermont and my mm-hmm. my they have a uh it's all like home grow up there so mm-hmm. like they're 
retail space hasn't really started yet, but you're allowed to have like up to, I think it's five, you know, flowering plants uh, per adult in the household. Nice. And some of my friends who weren't even like weed guys back in the day, they were, mm-hmm. you know, they were like the science guys now grow weed. And like, it's, it's yeah. more of like, but they can't sell it. It, no, but they can give it to their friends from high school. So, right. it, you know, it literally, these guys, like uh, my, my buddy smokes a small bowl once a week, maybe. And meanwhile, he's got like a hydroponic setup in his basement and is like making these baseball sized nugs of plants that just like, you can throw them and they stick to the wall type of shit. Yeah. And, and it just, cause he's, a science nerd and yeah yeah he's it, like it, i want to create this yeah and every time you go home they have more weed than they can possibly ever you know smoke so it's like here mm-hmm. take this ball jar <laughs> you know like <laughs> or but or you know hey i have a bunch of trim do you want you can make edibles i'm like yeah sure mm-hmm. i'll take it he hands me a duffel bag of like seven pounds of trim and you're like do i mean like what what do i do with this six ounces jay six ounces of trim i I, no, i i'm not bringing any trim to 420 (laughs) although i will say and being able to to, one of jay's edibles being able to write off a cannabis purchase as a business expense something brand new for me i uh that's pretty fun i i I used to love it when i would write off shoes and makeup i'm like this is amazing no no i'm i'm writing it off dan you can't. It's, it's no, federally too illegal. late. I already do it. I already did. Jay makes his own rules. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's fine. I Jay get makes that. his own rules. Yeah, no. Habitual uh, line guys, stepper. What do you guys think? Uh, because they're starting um, to, to look at like mushrooms and some psychedelics for uh, the medical purposes as no, well, which have always get. been. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> they, they said it, they, they're actually using like mushrooms and studies are showing mm-hmm. to cure alcoholism. So Jay, uh, it actually is supposed to help with like quit smoking and stuff like that. Yeah, it can actually uh, help with a lot of stuff. I uh, listen. I we could we could do a whole nother episode on hallucinogens. Um, mm-hmm. That's it, it is. I I love them. I mm-hmm. believe in them. I think that like they've mm-hmm. made me into the person that I am today. Uh, I don't think it's something that you do every day or every week. Absolutely or every not. No. Month even times. <laughs> but honestly, like as as a grown ass forty four year old young middle-aged man i still believe that doing hallucinogens at least once a year mm-hmm. is a reset that i is it like not, a colonic jay? i would I mean, not want to do how, how does your shit your reasoning work here because at the end of the day dan you live your whole life 365 days a year looking through the same lens always right mm-hmm. i mean whether you're tired or upset or happy or sad or whatever but you're mm-hmm. always looking through your own personal lens when you do, you know, whether it be mushrooms or LSD or, you know, any type of hallucinogen, it takes you in, outside of that lens. It gives you a totally different viewpoint, whether you're looking, mm-hmm. you know, from outside in or just a different perspective. And A, it's, it's a blast while you're doing okay. it. But at the my end of the day, was going to wa- at the end of the day, you're still, you're still, park. when you're even after that trip, like, mm-hmm. you know, days and weeks later, I feel like it gives you a different perspective that you would never, ever have in any other way. Yeah, I prefer I it. I prefer microdosing. Oh, go ahead, Dan. Yeah, my, my, you know what my perspective of, of hallucinations was? Mm-hmm. Going to Washington Square Park, buying a Doonesbury stamp, putting it on my tongue, and then running or in, you know, from giant balls of twine coming at me. Which may or may not, as I sobered up, been cars. Don't get me wrong. Like there's there's some shit that can go sideways doing all of this stuff. But 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 the you know and 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 you were you were about to say you know microdosing, absolutely. You know and it's it it whether I like to take mushrooms and and put them through like a grinder and then just capsule capsulate them. Yeah. And you can take like a you know a third of a of a gram or whatever, even less. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's more like drinking a strong cup of coffee. And it, it mm-hmm. kind of, it in a lot of ways, can lock you into like whatever you're doing. It gives you a certain amount of focus. It gives you a certain amount of like get up and go. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it's a mushroom. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not, you're not taking Ritalin. You're not doing, you know. Yeah, like you find it in the drugs. fucking ground. <laughs> exactly. And so I, I have a good friend of ours who actually. Oh, uh, what? Nothing. 
Uh, I have a good fr- I have a good good friend of ours who um, lives down in Florida and forages for mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And right. every year for for Christmas, she'll send like a, a little jar of like her you know her her yearly findings or whatever. Oh, um, and you know, yeah, no, I I think that it's no big surprise to me. You know, just like how ten years ago they were starting to really find out that the cannabis had you know an overwhelmingly positive medical effect on folks. Yeah. Well, I mean, they um, always kind of knew they just didn't want to legalize it because they couldn't really make money from it. Exactly, or it took away from the money that they were being able to manufacture. And you know, yeah. yeah. So, but like I, I, I expect to see in the near future, you know, uh, psychedelics and, and mainly mushrooms kind of move into well, more Jersey, of the mainstream. Exactly aspect yeah yeah part of the cannabis law you know reform in jersey i think included uh hallucinogens and and well, know, like and certain ones i'm sure especially like mushrooms um i i like dmt i have a dmt vape pen yeah, I've um, seen this that um that i'm not mad at yeah. <laughs> i do I like- yeah, I've never done the DMT vape pen. Does it, it does it hit you hard or is it like just a matter of like kind of what you what you pull out of it? Yeah, it's kind of like if you puff on it enough, like you're not going to have like the break breakthrough, you know, right. that, that that you do with the crystals. But it is really nice. Like yeah. I, I'm a big fan of it. I also I prefer micro dosing. Uh, with mushrooms, um, I, like depression and stuff like that, I can't take antidepressants because they make me more sad. They, they make me sadder. They, I'm like, I've never wanted to kill myself more than when <laughs> I'm right. on antidepressants. I'm like, I don't need help in this department, doc. Yeah. Um, so I started just microdosing, and the thing is, it's like two days on, one day off. And 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 like Jay said, it is like a cup of coffee, or maybe even like depending on the type of mushroom like maybe you had like two drinks but you're um you're happy it's like this euphoric um phase where you're able to work i'm able to like function and like be social and do stuff and it's not like you're tripping or you're high it really does just like it helps it helps so much more do you guys think that like um you guys would have like maybe a mushroom convention if it like at the time i think i think it'd be incorporated into 420 you know if it's like yeah you know the thing is with this Go ahead. Dave. Yeah, what this show is is that you know we cast such a big net out there, like yeah, with Exotica too. Like we're, with Exotica, mm-hmm. we're not just trying to you know cater to the hardcore porn fans, because if we did that, these buildings would be like you know relatively empty when we're doing it. You know, we, yeah, we're we're going for you know the masses. You know, we're buying billboards. You know, for mm-hmm. 420 Expo, I mean, in Jersey, in the area, you can't drive down the New Jersey Turnpike right now mm-hmm. without seeing like you know a half dozen billboards, yeah, depending on how far you're driving or, you know, anywhere, you know, we have like something like, I think we're up to like almost like 30 billboards right now. Our billboard dick is huge. <laughs> it is. We're swinging that shit. And yeah, we're, we're running ads on a bunch of radio stations and it's the same thing when we do exotica, you know, we're going to the mainstream. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like while yeah. we're going with the, you know, the can of, you know, the, you know, the hardcore cannabis people and, you know, those people, you know, we're going with the can of curious too. And, you know, mm-hmm. we just want to get those people that, you know, are just rediscovering and getting in there. And like with the, with the mushrooms, I mean, look, if it's legal, you know, of course we can, like, you know, again, like, mm-hmm. you know, we said, it's like, you know, like I tell them, my kids are older. Right. I mean, and they're, and I'm you know, giving them the story. And instead of like, you know, this is your brain and this is your brain on drugs, you know, instead of doing that stupid mm-hmm. ass shit, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like trying to explain to them and like, you know, like, hey, you know what? Like, I have my medical card. It's this is it's helped me do this. Mm-hmm. I don't want you buying shit off the street. I don't want you smoking shit that you just find there. When you're mm-hmm. 21, go to a fucking dispensary, get some like some legit shit or whatever. Imagine that education yeah. over scare tactics. Like, can you? You know what? What's like, this country going to? Like, I just yeah, got like, yeah. my 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 girlfriend's like you know very you know you know straight like lace no damn we don't know what, what what explain to us how your girlfriend is so just she's, for the record she's very, but let's, I, I let's just lay this point. all out here we'll put it don't we'll don't, put do, it. don't don't like don't don't slam on my girlfriend here because your wife did you not, the same shit. i just i like that you're prefacing this that was the uh no but i mean she's like i've gotten her used to the thing that like yeah i've told her like yo i want to remove the stigma you know from this thing and that and that's mm-hmm. the number one thing is like it is legal it's the same thing as you going over to the liquor store Buying mm-hmm. your six pack or whatever the fuck you buy them of, of Trulies or White Claws or whatever the yeah. fuck it is or Bellinis or White Girl Lace. You know, yeah, or any of that stuff. Or, you know, or going to, you know, going to a restaurant and ordering a martini. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I'm buying this legally. I'm legally, like, even when it was just a medical card, I get, I'm getting the procuring this legally. You know, mm-hmm. I'm doing, I'm not getting stoned and stupid. Well, 
Um, who cares if you are? The, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's like again, you know, it's like it's totally legal. So I, you know, I just I don't know if I could really get her like, hey, I'm gonna microdose on some psychedelic mushrooms or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'll be able to get. I don't think I'll be able to turn that corner. My, my wife and I are on like, a strict again. no ask, don't ask, don't tell policy. Um, oh, you know, that's yeah, kind of yeah, like right. my my stepdad and my mom. <laughs> like he's very like anti drugs, but we'll drink all day long. And I'm like, all right, you don't you don't and understand. That's, and that's the thing. That's the you divide. Know, Alcohol is yeah. a crazy divide to this thing and like and it really so blows weird. my mind that mm -hmm. that people you know can go out we we had, had this conversation about you know a couple of years ago with my wife like in the summertime we're sitting out by the you know pool and have people over and, and i said you know when it when it legalizes like people will just be out here smoking joints she's like they can't do that i'm like yeah, they're yeah. binge drinking all day long and acting mm -hmm. like fucking idiots like you mm -hmm. and you're you're concerned that they're going to smoke a joint like they'll be way the, like the cleanup will be so much easier yeah, where's the logic stuff. in that like, <laughs> i haven't gotten to the point where i'm you know sitting and lighting up you know outside you know with my family or you know mm -hmm. with my 17 year old or 20 year old sitting out there mm -hmm. you know i haven't gotten to that point yet but the conversation started at least and like one of the big like goals of 420 expo mm -hmm. is to like you know like remove that stigma and say, you know what, for, for, you know, our entire lives, you know, we've been conditioned and look, I fall trapped to it sometimes too, mm -hmm. um, of being like, you know, that this is illegal and this is bad and you can't do this or that mm -hmm. and that, but you know what, now you can, and guess what? Yeah. We're, look, you know, we have an attorney that, you know, is specializes in cannabis law who's, you know, guided us along the way and, you know, and answered the questions or asked the questions that we've had, you know, to the powers that be. You know, we know what we're doing is 100% legal above board. And again, the big goal with this show is, you know, look, have fun. You know, everybody have fun. Obviously, fucking make money because, you know, we're yeah, yeah, kids. obviously but, learn a um, little something. But, you know, but learn and, and remove that stigma and make it. And we, we look, we spent, you know, 47 shows of Exotica and, you know, 16, 17 years of fighting the fights and, you know, with, you know, whether it be, you know, advertisers or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, the media or just general crazy religious protesters. groups. Oh yeah. You know, sex is good. Even your, we actually had a billboard one time mm -hmm. that even said, even there. your parents had sex once. We also yeah. had a billboard that said Nicholas. Obviously that's how you're yeah. here, buddy. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it, it, it's really, yeah, it's really interesting. And it's, it's just so much about kind of the educational process of it. And it does, and education doesn't mm -hmm. have to be like, you know, sleepingly boring. It just needs to be, yeah. you know, an open, honest conversation about what this stuff is. And we, you know, we've done that for 16, 17 years with Exotica. You mm -hmm. know, it's it's interesting to bring this into, you know, bring that kind of uh, aspect into this world um, or into this, you know, industry and community. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, I think that, um, you know, education is key, man. We've seen what's happened in the last 10 years in this country as our educational system slides. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's terrifying. So, you know, mm -hmm. being able to have those, you know, open and honest conversations about, you know, something that's, you know, at the end of the day, legal, and it's a plant, and it's from the yeah. earth. And it's, you know, it's, it, it's wild that 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 has to be done, you know, now, but yeah, yeah, that's taken this long as well, that it's taken this long, because they banned hemp, like how long ago, and hemp can like be used for everything, paper, yeah. clothes, load, like it's, Way better than killing off all our trees. Yeah, but but back then, then you didn't have any competition to the to the cotton industry, and yes. so now all of a sudden, yeah. guess guess by the way, who got have banned? Yeah, the cotton industry. You know, so it's yeah, like uh, welcome to and like way, capitalism. We don't, we don't have to worry about trees anymore because you know now we can use paper instead of plastic. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's all about the, the trees strong. are good again. So yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for coming on. This was awesome. Um, Listen, anytime you want to talk about drugs, I'm in. Yeah, 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 that's super. <laughs> uh, so Exotica put your on and be good. Yeah, will <laughs> be good. Exotica is going to be uh, this weekend, actually. No, four twenty expo. Four the four twenty. So did I say Exotica? Yeah, so so conditioned. Um, Exotica. <laughs> Don't worry, Exotica <laughs> is next month. Yeah. Exotica four twenty expo. The four twenty expo is next. Um, well, actually, this weekend because this episode comes out 
on the 15th. So uh, tomorrow, Friday, the 16th, 17th, and the 18th in Edison, New Jersey. You can follow them on Instagram, right? Uh, yep. What is the Instagram handle again? The 420 Expo. Pretty much yeah, everything. Really All cool. of our social media is uh, The 420 Expo, and the website is 420expo.com. Yes. But, uh, you know, people can also come that are catching us later to Exotica in New Jersey, October mm-hmm. 21st through 23rd. And mm-hmm. we'll be in the D.C. area with Exotica December 2nd through 4th, I think. I haven't Something gotten like that far, but yeah, we'll be right there. around that or 3rd third through 5th, <laughs> somewhere in that part. If, that's like, if, that's if we like this, light years away. If we survive this weekend, um, you know, which, you know, we will. Because yeah. you know it is not a gateway drug, and you can't yeah, it's weed. Yeah. I mean, you guys will just be a little stoned. That'll yeah, be no, it's, it's, which is <laughs> like a no, it's like a normal Tuesday for us. So right. you know, a little, yeah. a little stoned and a little fatter from all those good food trucks and munchies that we have at the show. That's so true. I am excited. And I'm getting high with Tommy Chong. Yeah, me too. I want to get high with Tommy. Yeah, I think. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, you can find this wonderful podcast um, on all podcast platforms: uh, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio. Uh, Stitcher, you can find me, the Aaliyah Janine on Twitter, Aaliyah.Janine on Instagram, and obviously follow the podcast at How to Do Drugs Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Bye. Yay.